Helping people build ambitious and satisfying careers, businesses, and lives. This is the Influence Ecology Podcast. Now, here is your host, John Patterson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Today's mini-sode is an exclusive preview of the July 2020 Influence Ecology 3D Virtual Conferences. Through Verbella for virtual events, Influence Ecology now offers a social engagement and communication solution on our private 3D virtual campus. It transforms a real-time campus into an unforgettable, fully immersive experience. Our private virtual campus is designed to promote real social interaction, engagement, and collaboration with speakers, attendees, faculty, sponsors, and campus partners. Today, we hear one of our 40 featured conference experts share how they build potent transactions that produce better outcomes. As we teach it, the principle of personality and transactional behavior allows each of us to exploit our unique perspective. From a combination of their worldview and expertise, each conference speaker will reveal their specialized strategies and tactics that you can apply to your own business or profession. Our mid-year conferences are July 12th through 14th in the U.S. Central Standard Time and July 26th to the 28th Australian Western Standard Time. Our 3D virtual campus allows you to meet today's guests, other experts, and participants 24 hours a day from both conferences and in any country. Here's the interview. Rebecca, welcome to the Influence Ecology podcast. Great to have you with us. It's fantastic to be here, John. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, let's start off. Just tell us your name, where you live, and a little bit about what you do. Sure. So I'm Rebecca Tucker. I am the CEO of Sandler Training for Australia and New Zealand. So Sandler Training, our specialised knowledge in Sandler Training is sales, and I am responsible for the territory of Australia and New Zealand. And I choose to live in Adelaide. Um, which is a lovely, lovely spot surrounded by lots of vineyards to live. Nice. Yeah, very <laughs> nice. It's a gorgeous area. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And you've been participating at Influence Ecology now for how long? So I've just started MAP. So I'm in the second study paper of MAP. So, yeah, okay. coming up to, it would be coming up to not quite a year yet. Yeah, okay, been, good. It's been, a, it's been a fantastic journey. Incredible. And I take it you're already a fan by, by virtue of your acceptance to talk with us and, and everything else. <laughs> I totally am. I, you know, it was a really interesting thing how, how I came to know about Influence Ecology was, uh, was uh, just a, a, a bumping into Drew at, at a hotel where, where he was hosting a function and we just hit it off. But then the second thing that occurred was we actually had a client, which was a client of mine and a client of yours, email the both of us and say, you know, your stuff together just works so fantastically um, that you guys have to talk. So that really kind of piqued our interest in, you know, in, in everything and how we would work together. And it's just, it has been incredible. And I'm, I'm absolutely a fan. I think I have uh, three people in the current FOT that are working with you guys. And yeah, it's amazing. Great. 
Right. Well, thank you for that. That's fantastic. All right. Well, let's get on to the subject of your talk um, so that listeners know or conference attendees know what you're going to be speaking about. Tell sure. us a little bit about what you're talking about. Okay. And uh, I might ask you some questions along the way, but tell us your, your talk title yeah. uh, and what you're talking about. Well, um, I've been asked to talk about defer, we defer to authority. And so, you know, when I first looked at that talk, being that our specialist knowledge is around sales, it's really interesting how we utilize that and particularly in the sales environment to defer to authority. And one of the things that we've built is this whole framework about actually um, going and getting people that have got particular authority to help you in the sales process. So when I was reflecting on the influence ecology um, terminology, I was thinking that, that it's interesting because what it's doing, it's bringing in the weapons of social proof. It's bringing in the weapons of authority to actually support you in that transaction process. Mm. So, and say a little bit about what you mean by borrowing authority or using authority during the sales process. Because I, I think, you know, you and I know what you mean, but for anybody that doesn't know what that means in simple terms, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so when, in, in the simple terms, you know, if we go in and talk to someone, so if we're going to go and buy something, if we're going to go and buy something and we hear from one of our friends, hey, this is really great. You know, you should go and have a conversation with this person, right? So we hear that from one person. That might be enough. And sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes we've got to hear it from that person. Then we've got to hear it from someone else as well that that, you know, you, you should really have a conversation. Sometimes we've got to hear it from three or four or five people before we have a conversation. So everyone has a different level of how much they need to hear it. And what I'm referring to is actually orchestrating an environment that we're utilizing the authority of the people around us to support us in that process so that we actually don't need to do as much work. That's I, playfully, I playfully call it lazy or efficient. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. You know what I love about that is um, I know so many people who begin their sales careers, for example, and they don't start out with authority. You know, they've got to, they got to rely on someone else's. Um, they have to borrow it. They have to construct it. Maybe, you know, maybe the company they work for has already got a great deal of authority laying there. And maybe you can say something about it. Maybe there's testimonials or maybe there are people or, 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 or others, some group of others. Um, but for someone starting out in some company and they don't have any authority, maybe they're not really even fit to talk about the thing they're selling. How does this apply? Yeah, it's totally, it's so great. You know, the the piece to it is, A, they, they don't necessarily have the authority. They m might also not have the career identity. So, and, and so as you say, not fit inside of that career because they could be in a new role. Then, then what they can actually do is they can identify those influencing authorities because we defer to authority and bring them into their circle so that they're actually leveraging that authority. 
it's mm. it's a very powerful tool. Mm. Mm. I remember when I first started a decade ago, um, standing up in front of a room and telling people about influence ecology. So mm. there was no influence ecology one day and the next day there was. So I had to, had to borrow some authority to mm. demonstrate its value, its utility, that it worked. So I would borrow Kirkland's authority. I would yeah. say, so this guy has been doing this thing for 20 years and here's what he taught me. Yes. Now I'm just starting and maybe I'm, you know, on a, a gradient of one to 10, maybe I'm a one in my fitness so far to move with some competence, but this other guy's a 10. Yes. So, so I've gotten this so far and here's what I think you could get. And it was a way that I would borrow his authority yes. and it worked well. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, it, it works incredibly well. And so yeah. identifying who those people are that have the authority to borrow, having them also back you up in that. Um, and so there is a deliberate practice in that. Uh, so one of the things that I used to do uh, inside of like a networking group, for instance, is I would identify people that I either partnered with or identify people that I have clients and then I would utilise their authority inside of that group. Mm. You actually, you don't need very, very many people that have got clout in the group to validate who you are, which then uses, you know, weapons of social proof, it uses weapons of authority for you to then actually have people that would be quite hard to sell to all of a sudden wanting to buy from you. Mm. That's really fantastic. Um, for the average person or the average salesperson maybe starting things, starting out, um, what what about this might they be naive to? Uh, there is a whole lot of stuff that people are naive to this. And what it is typically is, and the, and the naivety piece is being really aware of what actions to take because there's a real ripple effect. And most people don't see the ripple effect of their actions. Mm. So... So in identifying, so I'll give you an example, right? So if you're in a group, you know, some people might actually transact with someone and actually, you know, not really think that their negative transaction is going to impact them negatively inside of that group, right? And so, and, and this and it actually very much shows the consequence you know, you guys talk mm. about a consequential environment because mm -hmm. all it will take is for you to do something not great in that environment and that has a massive ripple effect. Mm. So when you're choosing to defer to authority, you, you absolutely have to operate in that ecology or that environment very much that everything you do has a consequence. So ethics is incredibly important, how you choose to operate, whether you're going to back out of a deal or not, all of that sort of stuff is crucial. Mm. And, and a lot of people see that as not as consequential as it really is. Do they tend to 
say, well, this is my personal life and I'll act however I want. And then, then there's my professional life or what, what would you say is their primary um, justification for that? Any I, thoughts? I, I actually haven't got so many thoughts of how they justify it. I, I just think that they don't realize the consequence of their actions inside of that. And equally, it's really interesting. When, I, when I've when i been talking around this particular subject with people, um, uh, it's interesting because people don't understand the consequence of actually bringing someone over. So say if you've got a client there that really, really knows how great you are and, and grabbing that client and bringing them over and talking on your behalf they will just defer to, they'll actually tend to talk about it themselves and it has nowhere near the level of power. So mm-hmm. just doing that one simple action because we've deferred to authority, we've got someone that's actually got experience and then we've borrowed authority from someone else is just incredibly powerful and people are, are quite naive to that. Um, switching gears just a little bit. Um, I think that you and I are talking about this because when I use some authority in my transactions, it moves them faster. They happen quicker. It accelerates them. Is there anything else that you want to say about why all of this matters? Why does borrowing authority or deferring to authority matter? Yeah, so there's multiple reasons why it matters, right? So, so yeah, absolutely. In your transaction, it will have it happen faster, right? So, and it also changes your career identity. So, when you've walked into a new, and I'll give you an example, like us doing market entry into a brand new town or place or location, um, we can then borrow that authority. And so, automatically, we can go from being not known to automatically having career identity. Okay, And then the other reason that it's incredibly powerful is that if you're then in a transaction with someone, so we've got a transaction that with that particular client that I'm thinking of, and just because of the COVID piece, they're having a lot of pushback from staff, like not wanting to take on the particular training, et cetera. And the really cool thing about that is because of my career identity and because of the authority that I have borrowed, they know how good we are. So they have absolutely are sticking in there and doing what they need to do to make sure that that rollout is, is right. Now, if I didn't have that level of career identity, they might not, have, they might have gone, okay, well, these guys don't work. Right. But they know yeah. they're dealing with stuff. So it's so powerful because then it makes them less, um, what's your term, John, when it's, um, the l- lower cost. Is that right? Yeah. Lowers the cost. It lowers the cost for me in that transaction as well because I'm having to manage them less. Yes. That's really great. Fantastic. So um, I think last question, why are you excited about conference? Assuming you are. (laughs) (laughs) I am really excited. Um, I just think what you guys are doing with the whole Vabella and your campus I think that is incredible what I can really see. And and also the interesting thing is in my topic, if you think about what my topic is, deferring to authority and also leveraging social proof inside of that, you know, this is the perfect environment that we can actually hang out and spend time and still get that even though we're not together. So you guys have managed to, 
to create that environment despite of COVID, which I just think is amazing for a start. Um, so, so I think that's really cool. And I can really see the opportunity of bringing so many businesses together as well, closer, working closer together too. Absolutely. Apart from the fact yeah. that the content's going to be amazing, I'm sure. <laughs> I've seen um, I've been looking through it. Wow. Yeah, the content's going to be fantastic. Well, I can't wait for people, more and more people, to get to know you and what you do and your enthusiasm and your fitness and your competence. And, um, you know, if if I have to hear one more fantastic story from Drew about Rebecca Tucker, um, you know, I hear a lot of them. <laughs> So anyway, you're well loved and uh, and you have a lot of authority over here for us um, already. So look forward to introducing you to more and more people. And thanks so much for speaking at the Influence Ecology Conference. Thanks, John. I really appreciate it. World-class virtual training has been part of our DNA for over a decade, and the newly launched Influence Ecology Virtual Campus provides a unique, immersive learning environment for our global network of ambitious professionals. Our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, study incubators, as well as specialized knowledge and innovative tools to help grow your influence and income. Our exclusive membership ecology allows you to collaborate with some of the best and brightest minds, talent, and skills in many industries, occupations, and cultures across the globe. If you're interested in trying the Influence Ecology virtual campus for yourself, visit influenceecology.com forward slash campus. That's influenceecology.com forward slash campus. Or in the U.S. or Canada, you can text the word campus to 805-262-9008 and we'll send the registration link right to your mobile phone. Again, text the word campus to 805-262-9008. Also in our show notes, you'll find all the links to websites, books, or special downloads mentioned in this podcast. During the conference, we'll hear about each topic, why it's important, and how you can apply these strategies and tactics to your own business. In addition to our July 2020 conferences, our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, and study incubators that include ambitious professionals from many industries, professions, and cultures. We provide social mixers and networking events to help connect with others and their expertise. We allow students, faculty, and mentors the opportunity to connect before and after program sessions to get help, form study groups, and use the campus for discussion. We also offer our advanced students premier program venues that serve their aims for an elite experience amongst peers. We can't wait to see you around campus.